Methan Entertainment offers a quality DJ service for your most important day and for any day you just want to party. With high quality DJs, Methan Entertainment will keep your wedding or event moving and grooving. We get involved with our events and get the crowd started and keep them engaged. All DJs and MCs with Methan Entertainment are more than willing to answer any questions, comments, or concerns that you may have. All sound and lighting equipment is top of the line, mainly Bose and Chave. You can contact Medlin Entertainment, LLC, at medlinentertainment at gmail.com, 678-451-7976, or on Facebook or Instagram, Medlin Entertainment for your next party. Coaches, the 7th Annual Legends at the Grove Basketball Coaches Clinic will be September 18th, 2022 at Walnut Grove High School in Loganville, Georgia. The clinic will feature some of the best basketball college and high school minds in the country. Coach Andy Landers, all-time winningest coach at University of Georgia Women's Basketball, <clears throat> inducted into the Hall of Fame and also 994 career wins. Gene Jordan, nine-time girls basketball, Georgia high school basketball, state champion. Kathy Walton, five-time Georgia high school basketball state champion at Southwest DeKalb High School. Jerry Finkbun, former Utah State and Oral Roberts women's head coach. Kobe Durden, the assistant women's basketball coach at Buford High School. Brad Barber, the Youth Curriculum Director for Shoot360. Jan Azar, the Head Girls Basketball Coach at Hebron Christian, 13 state titles. Coach Pete Acock, Legendary High School Basketball Coach. Coaches, you need to come. Uh, please all have links and barcode, QR codes out there for you to register I have a special discount for you. If you register your coaching staff in the next seven days, I will give a special two for one offer for you to bring your, uh, your coaches. It could be one, two, three. I can definitely give you a special discount. Please sign up within the next seven days. We're looking forward to see you at the clinic. All coaches will get a free lunch. Also, we'll have a concession stand available. Also, if you come early, we'll have a breakfast for you. It's it's a clinic that will last starting at 8.30, finish at 4.45 with the great coach, Andy Landers. We're looking forward to seeing you. Hey, coaches, welcome back to the Championship Vision Podcast. Today is episode 315 of our podcast. And we're on a 10 to win series. Welcome back. Let's little, go. We had a little break. Uh, this is part seven, guys. Welcome Man, back. I'm stretched out and ready to go today, coach. <laughs> Brad Butterworth just got off the surfboard. Uh, uh, Barbara <laughs> That's right. Just got off the gym court. He got his thousand shots in um, on the shoot away machine. So welcome, guys. Hey, good to be here. Ready to go. <laughs> All right. Today's topic um, is... Uh, pre-game, what do you do during halftime, post-game comments, and timeouts. 
those are special, those are special situations that really as coaches, I think that those win a lot of games, all those areas. And I'm just going to share a little bit about each area. Um, I'm going to start with pregame. And I learned over the years, less is better. Um, But what I've done over the last few years is I allow um, my assistant coaches to have a voice, like it might be special situations. Um, I might have another one do, um, you know, like uh, uh, communication or body language. I do the offensive and defense because I do, you know, I, I, I put in all the work and all, I do all that, and I, I feel more comfortable when I do it. But this year, I'm going to allow one of my coaches uh, to actually talk more about the offensive or defensive game plan as well, uh, getting everybody involved. And I'll, also, I allow a player to go in there and talk about goals for the game. So those are things that we do to keep everybody involved. Because so how many times have we talked to a team and they look at you and go, okay, we're ready, coach, and they have no clue. Um, Okay, um, that's our pregame halftime talks. Um, my halftime talks are very short. Uh, and uh, also the first thing I do, just like my timeouts, I ask players for the feedback. Okay, you know, what do you guys think? How are we getting back on defense? So I kind of facilitate, I kind of lead them because uh, I kind of see it, what's going on. It's like, how are we doing on blockouts? And players are honest, they go, we're not doing it. So, so what can we do better? So you get them engaged. To me, that's the best way to coach. Um, instead of going in there saying, oh, we, you know, we're not very good. We're not blocking out, things like that. I try to get my players. I ask a lot of questions uh, in, in uh, the halftime. And then we give them maybe one offensive key, one defensive key. I always come back with something different uh, in the first possession. I don't know how you guys feel about that. I'll have like a set play we go to or like for, I run maybe a half court trap uh, coming out of, you know, so something a little bit different because they're preparing for whatever we did uh, before. Uh, Post game, very short, positive. We can lose by 30 um, and I'm gonna find something positive. I always do a circle of influence at the end and we talk about what we did well. Um, And then say, hey, you know, we're gonna watch video and watch tape, okay? And we're not as bad as what it seems or bad as the score or as good as what we if we won a game. So we keep it very short, finish on a positive, regardless of the scoreboard. Um, timeouts, same thing. Everything's very similar. I ask them, hey, what can we do better? Hey, Dorothy, man, how are we doing on um, our cutting action? Man, coach, we're not cutting very well. And that just helps sell them on what we actually need to do. It's just simple stuff. And then I give them one thing to do better on maybe offense or defense, because I, I believe in the master of one thing. Uh, you don't want to give them more than that. So those are my four areas, pregame, halftime, postgame, and timeouts. Very simple. Good stuff right there, Coach. And you were, you were right on time, too, right about that, that three minutes. How did I, oh, did I, did I, did I the best one yet, Kev. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> Well, let, let me uh, kind of give a little insight. Um, and uh, it's great to be back with you, Coach Butterworth and Coach Furtado on 10 to win. Um, what a fun topic, you know, pregame preparation, halftime preparation, timeouts, postgame talks. So, uh, you know, my, my 30 plus years as a coach was all at the college level. And, you know, we 
typically for a pregame, you know, we always, I was a big believer in, in game day shoot arounds. So we, you know, we had that flexibility, you know, at the college level. Um, and so we would have a pregame walkthrough and a shoot around. And uh, in that walkthrough, you know, we would review kind of what our opponents, uh, you know, strengths, some of their sets, some of their tendencies. Um, we try to get a lot of shots up. We would try to go through our stuff. And then, you know, prior to the game, our players would all have a detailed scouting report. We would have our matchups uh, and the important points of the scouting report on the board. And, you know, what I used our pregame is I, I gave that, it's kind of a, you know, uh, a pregame quiz. So I would have players tell me about, you know, who their matchup was. And we would involve our, our bench as well in, you know, telling us, hey, when you come into the game, you know, these are the things that, uh, you know, you need to be doing. And uh, we would emphasize, you know, how we were going to defensively, what we would start in offensively. And we tried to keep it short. And then I always used to like to end our pregame with some sort of little story or motivational component to kind of build, uh, you know, uh, a crescendo. And uh, I like to tell stories about former players and, and uh, you know, that was always kind of fun. Uh, and then, you know, at halftime, I always believe that, you know, depending on how, how the game was going, you know, if, if we're not playing well, then we certainly have to make adjustments and we would do that. We would change defenses. We would change personnel. I wasn't afraid to change starting lineups, you know, begin the second half if things were going well. So I think you always have to be ready to change things up uh, and make adjustments at halftime. And I think that's hard for some coaches uh, to do that. Uh, but I, my advice is you absolutely should make adjustments at halftime. Timeouts. I always was a big believer in making sure I had timeouts saved at the end of the game. <laughs> and, uh, uh, you know, I probably was accused of maybe not using timeouts early on if things weren't going well. I liked my guys to play through it. And uh, especially in the first half, I, I was very uh, slow to call timeouts in the first half. Um, and, and in the college game, it's, it's, you know, you have a timeout almost every four minutes, a stoppage or something like that. So you knew you were going to get a break. It's different in high school, certainly. Uh, but I always made sure I learned a valuable lesson early on in my coaching career where I was out of timeouts and I needed to timeout late and I didn't have it. And so I always made sure I had timeouts uh, at the end. And then finally for post game, I think what you said, uh, Coach Furtado, is making sure whether you won or you lost, you got to leave on a positive note. And so we always tried, and I never tried to speak emotionally after a game uh, because I think you have to have time to reflect, have time to look at the film, and then you really do your post game evaluation the next day with your team after you've had a chance emotionally to kind of remove yourself, whether you won or you lost. Mm -hmm. I think that's important. So that's my three minutes, and I'm passing it over to Coach Butter. Let's go. Fantastic. Nice, awesome. Nice. I mean, um, 
one thing that I want to make sure that we remind everybody here is that this is episode seven of this series. There are six other episodes that have led up to this topic. So if you're jumping into the middle of this, that's fantastic. But remember, we're building a whole season here. So I encourage everybody to go back and listen to episode one. You know, they're only about 20 to 22 minutes long. Um, and this is going to actually help frame up a little bit of why we're even talking about uh, this subject matter today. Um, but I want all the coaches to remember this. Prepare it, script it, diagnose it, celebrate it, and then repeat it. And you have one caveat, and that is to trash it, okay? If you have to go away from it, be ready to be agile and pivot and trash things at timeouts or at halftime. Um, but be ready to understand how to talk that through with players. Remember, our players are young. They uh, are programmed in the classroom to, um, you know, uh, spit out information and regurgitate information. That's kind of the way we unfortunately teach these students now. So you've got to make sure that your players are on board with that pivot and that agility. That's going to take a lot of two-way discussion. So that halftime, that eight minutes you get, that 10 minutes you get at halftime becomes really important. So guess what? Words matter. And we talked about that in the previous episode. So make sure that your words matter. So first thing is prepare it. I always wanna make sure that every time we're going into a game situation, that everything is always on time and on target. And we are doing the same thing over and over again. I find that players learn best when they feel safe and secure. And sometimes that security is around the structure in which you provide them. And sometimes that structure many times is just a rhythm of things to get into. Uh, so my pregame is always the same activities um, leading up until that pregame discussion, which is always going to be scripted. We talk about four things. It's the war for four. It's doubling our opponent's high percentage attempts, doubling our opponent's um, offensive rebounds, uh, uh, doubling our opponent's free throw attempts, and doubling our opponent's deflections. When we measure those four things, I can always tell you a story of how the game is going or how it has gone, okay? And, and because of that, that's a tactic strategy based, I'm sorry, that's a tactical execution based upon the strategy that we created way long ago in the beginning of the year. So every discussion I have, whether it's pregame, timeout, halftime, postgame, is always going to come back to that script of the war for four. After the game, we're going to diagnose one thing, one thing that is challenge that was challenging for us in that game that we can have control over and fix. The second thing we're going to do is celebrate. We're going to find at least one thing that we can celebrate, something that the film will show that we can celebrate as well as diagnose. And then we're going to repeat that over and over and over every single game so that there is this constant um, feeling of being safe and secure. So it, it really is important when you're going to have these types of conversations that are scripted on tactical uh, um, analytics. How important are your managers, guys? How important are your student managers, are your assistant coaches, are analytic tracking? So guys, when you're, when you're coaching, you're not just coaching your players, you're creating other coaches, your assistants and your managers who are likely your biggest basketball geeks and they will become the best basketball coaches in the future. So give them some accountability, make sure they have good measurables and make sure it tells you a story of the game. That's it for me. That was good.
That's good stuff right there, guys. Man, everybody, hey, y'all had some great information. Hey, before you all go, what separates your great coaches? Because, you know, in a practice situation, it's controlled. It's, you know, you know what I'm saying? Um, what separates a great game coach? Like, because Roy Williams said one time, it's like, I, I would have the game plan. And as soon as they toss the ball up, that could go right out the window. Um, what separates? Is it instincts? And I think there's a lot. I think certain coaches have great instincts during games. And there's certain coaches that, that have to rely on feedback from the game. Kind of really quickly, kind of, if I, that made sense to you guys. Coach Barber, you fire away. Yeah, well, I, so I'm going to come from the John Wooden um, side of things here. You know, he, he all, he didn't call a lot of timeouts. He believed in, you know, preparation um, that all preparation for game planning was done in practice. Right. Um, and it's a different era of basketball. I, I really believe nowadays, um, and there's so much stoppage in play, as I mentioned earlier, you know, with it, I'm talking college basketball here with, yeah. with timeouts, but, you know, even at the high school level, um, I, I think as a coach, you have to be ready to make adjustments. And, um, I, you know, if you're not ready to, uh, um, you know, switch to a, a half court trap to change the momentum of the game, if you're not willing um or you need to take a timeout because because a team has put a half court trap on you and you're having trouble, you know, doing that. Um, you know, and you as a coach, your players are looking to you to to be able, you know, coach, we're struggling here. We need your help. And and I think that's one of the hardest parts for young coaches is being prepared, you know, for any situation. And that's really where where coach wouldn't. He would, you know, he wouldn't call a timeout. He would just tell them on the floor, this is what we're going to do. And they could, they could do that. And I think it takes an exceptional coach to be able to make those adjustments, you know, on the fly, or it takes tremendous preparation. I think knowing, it does take some experience. Knowing when to do that, right? So many young coaches are so quick to adjust and they're so quick to, to, to throw things out. Um, you know, that's why I think analytics plays a powerful role in game management because, um, you know, I, th I think what separates going back to Kevin's ultimate question, what separates a good coach maybe from a great co coach is that ability um, to really diagnose um, uh, on the fly uh, with good information, you know, that, they, that they're able to disseminate information really quickly. And then the ultimate key is communication. You know, how, how is he able to communicate in five, seven, nine, 11 seconds, you know, um, and being able to get people on, uh, on, their, on their page? You know, I keep beating to death, but, you know, this, this particular point, but great coaches have a sheer joy of the game and they're able to get their players to play joyfully. Um, but the, the really great kind of game managers, it's a, I think that's a little different. Um, I think have the ability to um, adjust when needed and communicate at an extremely high level. Yeah, under extreme pressure. Yeah, yeah for sure. Coaches, thank you so much. Episode seven completed. Guys, thank you so much. And uh, we're looking forward to the next, the next part eight coming up in, in a, probably about maybe a few days or so. So, all right, thank you so much.
Coach Butterworth, Coach Barbrick, thank you so much for joining us. All right, guys. Thanks, Coach. Good stuff. We told you it was going to be intense and right to the point. Remember, this is just a way to introduce these concepts and start the conversation. We want to hear from you, coaches. Did you hear something you like and want to explore more? Reach out to us directly. You can find our contact information at brad.butterworth at shoot360.com or brad.barbrick at shoot360.com and k 57 at gmail.com. Want to comment on something that piqued your interest? Engage with us on social media at Kevin Furtado at Coach Double B. Coaching is all about collaboration. We want to collaborate with you and hope is that we meet and pick something up from you. Hope you enjoyed the segment. For Coach Brad Butterick, Coach Brad Budworth, I'm Coach Kevin Furtado with a Championship Visions podcast segment, 10 to Win, supported by Shoot360. Coaches Game Day, built by coaches for coaches. I am personally inviting you to review a fantastic membership-based website for coaches, athletic directors, sports organizations, and athletic departments. Coaches Game Day assists coaches, ADs, teams, schools, and athletic organization in the areas of budgeting, scheduling, automatic game communications, fundraising, and key form access. This website offers patented programming not currently available and other programming that is readily used in the athletic environment, all within simple computer or phone access. The website is revolutionizing the industry and will afford coaches, schools, and teams a better way of supporting and organizing their programs. Coaches Game Day is changing the playing field for all coaches of all sports across the country. Coaches Game Day supports over 1,800 competition levels of 33 interscholastic club and recreational sports using unique patented technology to assist in the process of managing an efficient and effective athletic department program and includes a passive sponsor fundraiser function that will positively help your team or department increase revenues for your athletic programs. The Game Blast communication program will increase your department revenues by $150 to $1,000 per team per season. Do the math. You cannot afford not to include coaches game day in your athletic program. When you are ready to purchase, my personal referral will save you money. At checkout, enter coupon code CGD25. That's CGD25. And you will receive a $25 off your annual membership. Coaches Game Day, the finest and most unique athletic management app available. If you have any questions, contact me at furtadok57 at gmail.com. And I will give you a further information. And also, I will give you a special discount. Contact me soon. Thank you.
Coaches, the Gun 12K by Shootaway is the most advanced shooting machine in the world, complete with a fully interactive touchscreen with over 200 programmable locations and a 19-inch front display for instant feedback, drill instruction, and much more. The 12K Gun features The Floor is Yours with over 200 programmable locations. You can touch any spot on the floor to shoot from or drag and drop the ball to change a location. Real-time analytics track twos, threes, and free throws within the same workout. Report statistics in real time on the touchscreen and front scoreboard. You also have a touchscreen, allows players to touch the spots where they want to receive the pass and start shooting in a matter of seconds. Makes in a row counter, program shooting workouts that demand so many makes in a row before the gun will move to another area. Made at a spot, require made shots at a spot before going to the next spot. And a speaker system, play music through Bluetooth with your phone. Contact me, Coach Kevin Furtado at FurtadoK57 at gmail.com and use the code CHAMPVISION1 and I will give you a special discount on a machine or text me at 478-461-4403 and use the same code.